0: Welcome back to another episode of the Just Some Guys podcast. Uh, This is your host, Mr. Fat. And today's going to be a special episode. I'm going to talk about something that's kind of near and dear and important to me. And it's not Black History Month and the fraud that that is. That comes later. We're going to talk about what it's like to move from California or a big city of the nature, you know, or a big state of that nature to a nice, peaceful, wholesome white town that I live in now. Friends and family who know me very well aware that I am of mixed origins and variety. Um, Certainly not your average individual. So this episode is going to be more along the lines of what it's been like for me. And what you should do with my experience. <clears throat> if you are a Californian of a a like mind looking to move to another state. First and foremost, I want to open this up with a public service announcement. If you are a Californian looking to move to another state because California sucks ass and you are realizing that now, hard stop, do not move to another state in this beautiful country and then try and make it like the state that you came from. If you want California to be better, then stay Cali- stay in California and make it better. If you're going to leave because you were just... Everything about California is the opposite of what your ideology is, and you were, like me, there due to birth and being a child and not having a decision of where you live, that's different. Otherwise, do as the Romans do when you are in Rome, Right? You don't want to leave that state and make it painfully obvious that you are from that state. And the only thing that you're looking to do is continue to live and make things like living in that state. There's a reason you left, right? Right. Me personally, politics is the number one reason besides obvious cost of living. The cost of living in California is disgustingly high. Now, if you're going to move and you're moving because, well, I really I like I like the politics of California and blah, 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 which if you do, I don't know what's wrong with you. But if that's the reason that you're moving. Move to a state with similar ideology and a lower cost of living like Colorado. Fucking Washington, Oregon. Stay the hell out of the Midwest. Right. And this is like this is coming from a black guy. Stay the hell out of the stay out of the small towns they they and we as in myself as well we don't want you here the reason that we don't want you here is because our life is quiet and peaceful and it's cheap to live here with you coming here and changing that completely in a stark opposite direction makes it kind of hard to want to want to invite people with open arms now i was welcomed with open arms into this community by every single person that i have ever met right and i'm in a town of less than 6000 people i have gone to schools with more people in the whole in the elementary school than there are kids across the elementary middle and school I mean the high school and college here right that being said i've experienced far less judgment i've experienced far less hatred disrespect i i never felt judged i not once since i've been here the first the first couple months that i was here was a little interesting because i could tell people were looking at me but interestingly enough coming from california is i know what racist stares are way more racism in california than people ever want to acknowledge is real or existing right The stairs that I got when I moved out here weren't of that nature. They were the, okay, I'm related to a quarter of the people in this town, and I'm friends with another quarter of them, and then I know the other quarter from growing up and being around them, and then the other quarter is related to them. Who are you? It was a question of who you are and who do you know that brought you out here versus anything else, right? There was no judgment in my decision in any of the decisions that i made and most people actually it it applauded me and admired why i left california and simply put it was just to try and create a more wholesome and safe environment for my daughter me and my me and my ex have split we're 50 50 the the my our daughter spends equal amount of time at my house her house etc 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 well <clears throat> With the ability that I had, I now could make the decision to create an environment that was safer for my daughter than it was back in California. And even her mother has acknowledged that that is a very large factor, and she's considered uprooting and moving to a different, more quieter part of either A, the state, or B, a different state. But she's also a Californian who is smart enough and not of an of a, a ignorant nature To be like, well, I don't want to live in California anymore. I'm going to move to Texas because it's cheap to live in Texas. But then I'm going to try and make everything that is like Texas like California. And then complain in 10 years why the cost of living has nearly tripled. San Antonio, right? Well, all that being said, if you are going to make the move to a small town, do some research first. right? Make sure that the culture... And the people and everything else is is something that you would enjoy being around where it's not going to make you a problem in that small town because you have to remember you're the outlier moving in you're not the the you, you're you're the foreigner you're the transplant the expectation of you as a transplant is not to shake the apple cart keep your fucking head down and slowly ingratiate yourself into the community and respect everybody's boundaries perfect example i'm not a mormon by any means i have exposure to the mormon word and the church and blah 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 prior to where i live now mostly just out of curiosity as a teenager looking into religion i have been approached all of zero times since i've lived out here but once they once i moved out here the people you know who were like hey what brought you out here Blah 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 this is my family name this is where I'm from. I actually do have roots in that area, roots in this area. They went, oh, OK, well, we know that your family is not Mormon. That's understandable. That's fine. We're not it just we're not going to ask you to go to church. It was literally just that simple. I have not got one offer that I need to go to church. At this point, I've lived in two separate wards. No one has knocked on my door. No one has bothered me. Everybody is respected my boundaries and my and I haven't even had to put any down. They were very respectful and just understanding, like, okay, you come from a non-Mormon family, no expectations there. Where I work, almost, I would say almost everybody that I work with is a Mormon, <clears throat> hands down, right? Even the people who are non-practicing, that's what, their, that's what their baseline practicing religion was, is Mormon. No one has offered anything outside of their what would be respectful for their faith. When they're talking amongst themselves and someone isn't feeling good, they're offered a blessing. When I say that I'm not feeling good, they offer me medication. So that that in itself shows the level of respect and understanding put forth without ever even having to have a conversation about it. This is the way that towns like this run out in small-town America and what is essentially the Midwest. Is It's not necessarily all word of mouth, but you you don't have to talk a lot right like you don't have to talk a lot you just have to listen and everybody will respect your stance and everybody will respect where you come from i've met some very very stark stark like liberals since i've been out here hardcore like california level liberals but at the same time Despite them being this nuclear liberal, they're still respectful of their friends who are obviously going to be more, you know, right leaning in family for that matter. Um, and they don't push their ideologies for the most part upon, upon them. There will be disagreements and issues there, as there always is, whenever you have separate views coinciding or blah 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 blah. But. That's just how life goes. And being able to respect each other and understand that there is no malice by feeling or viewing the world differently based on your life experiences is how grown adults and Americans handle themselves whenever there's just a natural difference in the room, right? An elephant, I guess it would be referred to as. There and the only elephant that i've ever really even encountered in the room since i've been in small town america is what has led me to small town america right because the stigma attached to not necessarily people of color but people from the city is that they don't really want to leave the city and go somewhere where i live now where there is all of seven restaurants in the whole town Four of those restaurants, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, eight restaurants. Four of those restaurants are fast food restaurants. And the other four are, you know, fucking home, home restaurants, whatever the fuck you want to call that. Small, small owners, small business restaurants. Oh, sorry, nine. Black Bear just moved into town. Whoop-de-fucking-do, right? So living here is very, very different. From anywhere that I've lived in California, whether or not it was a 24 hour city where you had an option for something at all times like Sacramento or Fresno, or it was a city where things did mostly shut down at around 11 or 12 o'clock at night, but there was still plenty of liquor stores, still plenty of stores open like Oakland in the Bay Area, you know, so with all of that going on. I have managed to make myself at home. You make small adjustments in your life when you want to make that move and you want to do better and live better. And those small adjustments are okay. Hey, we actually buy our groceries now because we can't go out and go eat all the time, which is just healthier for you in the first place. Things are closed on Sundays here. When I say things are closed, the only thing open is Walmart and McDonald's for the most part. Okay, that's fine. Sundays, we just sit inside and we spend them at home. As you should. It's Sunday, right? Businesses, even for the most part, are closed. Like, I don't... Most jobs, except for the few corporate entities that exist here, are closed on a Sunday. They might be open Saturday, but they are closed Sunday. And that is an observation of the Lord. Alcohol. Can't buy alcohol at Walmart. Like, I don't mean... Like, you can buy beer at Walmart, right? But you can't buy hard alcohol at Walmart. There is no Jack Daniels. There is no vodka. There is none of that. There is... Coors Light, Bud Light, and all the variants of such. Well, I'm personally, I'm not a big drinker in the first place, so that doesn't really affect me very much. But realistically, if you are someone who does have a taste for the, for the liquor, buy your booze on Saturday. Or go to the bar. Because the bar, I think, is closed on Sundays. And most bars are closed on Sundays in California, too, anyway. So I think it's only like if you're truly from a heathen place like Las Vegas then yeah okay yeah the the bars are open every day of the fucking week but you'll find coming into an area like this and being surrounded by people who don't live that lifestyle and want a healthier lifestyle for themselves and for their children it naturally gets impressioned upon you or impressed upon you and it's not like it's a bad thing so just roll with the flow and I mean, that's even, and even in the accepting, on the level of acceptance, even diversity for this small town, my my life experiences consist of drugs and gangs and everything due to where I'm from, partially, you know, exposure in that regard. The rest would be family circumstances. But with that being said, there's never been anyone here I have I've been I've managed to find at least one or two people who has who has experienced similar things, whether they be transplants, which there are a lot of despite this small, small town, or sorry, I had to take a drink of my hot chocolate while it's still hot chocolate. Um or they're they're natives. You know, been here their whole life. And most of my friends are natives. I guess I can't really say like natives, not Native American, but native to Richfield or at least this area. The other question I find that I had personally a lot of, and I was asked a lot when I first moved, was like racism, right? Right? How like people were racist out there because like there's only 5,000 fucking people in. Yo, four thousand eight hundred and ninety-eight of them are white, and the other one hundred and fucking ten are Mexican or Native American, and like one black guy. Truth be told, I've experienced less racism across the board since I've been out here in the past couple years than my entire existence in California. Um, to the point of that here in town, there's one or two. racist families right like self-identified self-identifying racist families and when i got here and i started kind of getting comfortable and getting you know moved in and i was out tooling around with my friends they're kind of showing me around town they pointed them out to me they went hey they're racist they'll never say anything to you they'll never bother you they'll just kind of give you a weird look and they'll go about their way but even better, because these people are also, according to town lore, inbred. So, take that for what it is. So, here in a town of less than six thousand, almost a black population of myself, my daughter, my wife, and probably four or five other black people. Right? How have I experienced more racism? in california where the population of black is probably it's not it's not you wouldn't say it's equal but it's stout probably 15 to 20 percent mexican probably about the same ballpark right you know and then you have asian and everybody else i wish i could give that a very contrived and very concise answer that would go very deeply into the heart of American history, but I think it has to do with very one one very simple thing. People here in the smaller parts of the- of America, where they're not constantly consuming poison, whether it be from the news, whether it be from their phone, they go outside right, and when they go outside, they don't go outside and and Have to deal with other people and hate other people. They can just go outside and exist and be themselves, right? (laughs) There's less anger to be shared. There's less animosity. There isn't a rat race to be ran out here. Yeah, everybody gets up and goes to work and they work their nine to five. And you know, some people work more. The average average shifts out here are closer to like ten to twelve hour shifts versus an eight back, you know, in California. But uh, that being said, that's all they're concerned about. Making a clean, happy life for their family and then trying to find like-minded individuals to spend time with and around. In California and places like such, everybody's concerned about the wrong things. Constantly. Whether it be because of social media, whether it be because of how the states ran and they're pumping poison just into you as a whole. That's just the 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 experience that I've had. That so people are less concerned about the color of your skin in places like this and more concerned about, hey, you go to work, you take care of your family, you're not trying to push your beliefs on me. Okay, cool. Do you want to go get some food together? I hope you had a wonderful day. I've had people here, middle of a snowstorm. The cave says middle of a snowstorm. Just uh ah, just after a snowstorm, my first year living here, I was playing in the snow. In my Jeep, right? They seen the, just the flashing lights from, from my Jeep on the other side of the freeway. Stopped. Made an illegal U-turn in the middle of the freeway. Because obviously there's no cars coming. There's not really a thing. as traffic here. And turned on a dime to come and try and get me out or help me in whatever regard that they could. They came and drugged me out. Didn't ask for money, it was just a simple handshake. They introduced themselves, just curiosity, well, you know, what the hell was I doing? I explained that I was being an idiot, and away they went. They got right back on the freeway and didn't see them again. I've had people at my job come in, customers, right, and pay for new tires and flat repairs on out-of-towners, vehicles that had gotten a flat a couple miles up the road you know outside of town or whatever and they didn't know where to go or blah blah what to do take the tire off their car run it into town came up to us because you know we're very well known locally in the town had us fix the tire and put a new tire on it they paid for it brought it back to that person put their tire on and sent them on their way that doesn't exist in the city what 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 Why you could spend hours and hours and days and days talking about why that doesn't exist in the city and it's simply put people don't care is the easiest way and the, and the, the finality on that conversation people just don't care why because they've been shown not to care whether it be the media whether it be life experience because everybody's out to get you in a place like that nobody really has your interest at heart. You can't even you can't necessarily everybody out here has your best interest at heart either, right? Because that's just how strangers are. Some of them have a better heart and a better morale than others, but you can never ma- necessarily make that assertion. There, I've seen cops drive past people stuck on the side of the road, hood up, blah 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 blah, whole nine yards. Highway patrol, highway patrol, it's their job. Even if they even if they just push your car off the freeway. Just get it off the freeway. It's their job to stop. And maybe not necessarily make sure you're okay, but at least get you out of the impeding traffic, right? Nope. Blow right by cooking at 75. No lights on, no sirens, so it's not like they were you know code three responding to anything. It it's just the mentality that exists out there is different here. And I think a lot of it has to do with the media. But you get too deep into that conversation and people want to call you a conspiracy theorist. While I've managed to live on both sides of this fence at this point in time, and I can tell you, people out here aren't that concerned with the media. They mostly don't watch it and don't pay attention to it, right? They'll pay attention to the small things that affect them. You know, the the affects their tax rates, affects gas, etc., etc., But there isn't this constant consumption being pushed down their throat, and they aren't constantly consuming it either. So that's the only real difference that I could find, right? Because people are the same across the board. You, you have your poor and you have your rich people, because that's the only difference that I said most of the time. I'm not quite sure how I've managed to move to a town of primarily white people. Um, and experienced next to no racism, but I live in several places that had a over had a higher black population than white in some cases, and I experienced being called the hard R several times in in a month, <laughs> you know, inside of a month. Well, here I've people wave at me every morning, have since I moved out here. Doesn't matter if I'm driving, I'm walking. People wave, stop, ask how your day is. Just how it is. And the other transplants that I know, like my wife, and a couple other friends. That's the thing that they've gotten used, had to get used to too. Because people are friendlier people want to know how your day was they are stopping and asking you how you are genuinely not just bullshit they are stopping to have a conversation with somebody whether or not you ever talk to them again after that point in time is irrelevant but they are going to stop and have a conversation with you my own family who you know who is from this area initially who moved out west then came back after a while same thing same experiences so if at the end of the day a town of less than 10,000 people 6,000 I think are what our total population is here primarily white can look at someone who is obviously not like them in any regard right big beard tattoos Black. (laughs) You know, that's that's supposedly the elephant in the room these days, right? Black. How are they able to welcome me and my family to the neighborhoods with open arms? No questions, nothing, just a simple wave. How you doing, neighbor? They go about their day. How are they able to do all that without ever knowing me, never coming across racist or... Abusive or anything that you would consider as such. Yet I have come from places where my neighbors are black, right? My next door neighbor is black. Mexican to the other side of me, you know, Arabs down the street. How did I manage to come from those places and feel less accepted, less wanted, less cared about? and come to a place that is the exact opposite of me, right? And feel all of those things inside of a month or two. There's... The explanations there are obvious to the people who have an open mind and are willing to consider reality for what it is. The other options there are... It's just, it's not explainable. You know, you got lucky. Hey, maybe I did. Maybe God was involved. Maybe I was supposed to be here. Maybe it was luck. I personally am finding more of a pattern in my life than I am anything else. And that pattern really, really points to the media being the overarching issue. While me and you and the people next door to us, at the end of the day, aren't much different don't have any problems with each other and would rather love each other and not have any issues at all there's always someone that says different right we shouldn't you shouldn't feel that way and blah 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 blah. what about what about uh this made up history or what about that and what about this but the average person particularly in the blue collar portion of america just wants to wake up go to work, have a nice laugh with who they work with, whether it be a Mexican guy or a black guy, go home and take care of their family, wake up the next day and do it all over again. There's peace and simplicity in that lifestyle, and there's a lot of people who hate that simplicity and that peace in that lifestyle. Whether or not it has to do with religion, whether or not it has to do with beliefs personal spiritual beliefs or anything like that we can all kind of come together and acknowledge the fact that there isn't difference there isn't as much difference between each other whether it be race white black mexican asian brown doesn't matter but there's a lot of difference between us and them the people who sit above us that control the narrative and control the conversations that we have and don't like when we sit down and we just talk, right? And we just get honest about the lives that we've lived. And you start to realize after you've had a really long conversation with this person that you had thought were just the opposite, right? Everything, everything that you could ever imagine, you would never, you would never have anything like-mindedness with this individual. After a nice long conversation with them, and you start to realize that, hey, we aren't that much different. This point in my life, I've sat down and I've had conversations with some really like you would think that these guys like this old white man wore a hood at one point in his life, right? That's just the look you get from him. Just can't stand, didn't you? Can't stand the inners, bro. Can't stand them darkies. Hates them. Can't stand them. And then you get to talking to this man after you've you know put your preconceived notion aside, whether it be you had to talk to him because of business, a professional capacity, or you just so happen to start talking to him in Walmart. You find that this 75 to 80 year old man who you thought represented everything was, who was the opposite of what you believe in ain't much different than you. He, he has just as much love for you as he does his white neighbor. And he'd probably shoot somebody to protect you sooner than he would shoot his white neighbor right then you gotta start asking the questions of okay if this is becoming a pattern and these all these old white people and all these people who are quote unquote against me i.e. the, like, the town that I live in right because that was the narrative in California that this type of town is what's wrong with America You have to really start questioning the validity in that statement. How honest and true is that? Or are they just trying to keep us divided? Because that's the only thing that they can do at this time. Is to maintain division. And I think on that thought, I want to leave you. And let you all ponder that for what it is. Because personally, I have found more friends and family. In small, white America than I ever did living in East Oakland, South Sacramento, Fresno, and anywhere else for that matter, that was like those cities. <clears throat> Never felt a moment out of place here or like anybody here and would not care if I was to go dis- if I was to go missing. I feel if I was to go missing here, half this town would stop. And immediately try to find me. Where I'm from. They would just change the channel. Just sit you No, know, Huh. Oh fuck. He's gone. That's wild. Wonder what happened to him. Click. Go to the next channel. Wipe up on their phone. to the next next post. On their Facebook feed right. But. Take that for what it is. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And thank you for stopping by to another episode of Just This Guys. Justin Guys. When we return next time, I will have either A, Mr. Cowpoke, B, Mr. Toe, or C, Secret Option C, all of the above, on so we can continue and talk about more important life facts and the things associated with our lives and what's led us to this weird, small melting pot in our beautiful, beautiful country. God bless America, and God bless you. Bye-bye.